All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Opry Sports Podcast. As today, we're joined by Albie Evans. He's a freshman guard for the Fordham University Rams basketball team. Albie was a three-sport athlete in high school, playing on the varsity golf, basketball, and baseball teams at Schuylkill Haven High School in Pennsylvania. On the basketball team, he was a four-year varsity starter. Currently holds the record for most points scored at his high school with 1,760. So thanks so much for joining us, man. We're really excited to have you on. Yeah, no problem. What's going on? I haven't seen you since school. Yeah, it's been a while. I still got computer. I can imagine it's pretty dead there with uh, just athletes, right? Yeah, well, I mean, the volleyball team came back, I think, this week, and the track team came back, I think. I'm not sure. But, I mean, it's kind of like more people come back, but it's like there's still no one here. I can imagine. It's like like just basketball. You don't have to worry about studying or anything else, like just basketball. No, I'm getting good at video games now. Oh, that too. That too. Yeah, really, really good at video games. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Let's hop into this. Uh, so, Alvy, you played golf, basketball, and baseball in high school. Uh, tell me, what was your experience like uh, playing three sports at the high school level? Well, my school is really small in like central Pennsylvania. So, at my school, you pretty much had to play whatever you could. Like, if you didn't play all three sports and kind of just focused on one, it would hurt, like, the athletic program at our school. So, by playing all three sports, I mean, I enjoyed playing all three. So, that's why I played all three. But playing all three, like, it helped, It helped like, our school in general because if you didn't, you kind of hurt the other teams by not being there and, like, Without like, if you're a good athlete, you have you should play all the sports at at a high school level. Like, mm-hmm. don't just focus on one. Try to get all three of them in while you can, because as you get older, like the opportunities go like your opportunities go down. So like when you go to college, you're only doing you're only like focusing on one for the most part. But so get the most of all three while you can. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I kind of experienced that too when I was in high school playing. Uh, two sports you know obviously I'm a baseball player uh, at the college level but you know I had thoughts on maybe not pursuing basketball further into my high school career but looking back I'm so glad I did and I can definitely relate to you playing multiple sports as well so yeah I mean I played three sports all through yeah I I did three too and it was great experience so Uh, so, yeah so what was your most what would you say is probably your most proud accomplishment of playing like uh, high school basketball I mean, probably, I mean, a lot of people would say it was me holding the record for most points in our school, but to be most proud of was, I mean, our team made it to the state tournament my senior year, like pretty far in the state tournament until COVID canceled the season. So, I mean, getting that far after, well, so my freshman year, our team was three and 19. So like, that was like a struggle. I mean, it's kind of like, it was like unfortunate, but I mean, looking back on it, like my senior year with some of the kids I played with that year that when, when we like struggled a lot, it was totally worth it, like going through the struggles and then being able to like play in the state tournament against our last game was supposed to be against, I think a couple like division one other players. I think one was committed to go to Virginia Tech at the time. So, I mean, you're playing – like, we were playing against a really good competition at the time. 
so getting to getting to that was probably the most like the greatest accomplishment in my high school basketball career but obviously like the records in them are up there too but I mean just being able to say like we got that far after the struggles we had in my freshman year it's like a great yeah thing. so you went to you chose for him in the end of it you were picking for your you know obviously you went for golf but <laughs> what kind of led to your decision to choose Fordham in the end? Well, I mean, I went to Fordham junior going to senior year. So like that summer was, that would be pre COVID summer. So not this summer, but the summer before. When I went up stuff, and, yeah. <laughs> and met with uh, a couple, like I was getting recruited by the poly who's like the associate head coach. And I went up and met with them and met with a couple of the players, which like are my teammates now. So I met with a couple of them and like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the New York city like aspect, but I also enjoyed, I also was my other like main choice for school was American. And that's in like Washington. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a similar area, but Washington, like an American, I just didn't like, so Fordham's kind of Fordham's gated and the aspect of like being in your own little like bubble or like area, I kind of like because it kind of like brought me toward home with like there's grass. Like just having grass like made me feel like more at home rather than like just concrete and pavement like at American, like you just pavement after pavement. Like at least like Fordham, there's grass. And like I also like the coaches and for both golf and basketball, I enjoyed the people. I enjoyed the coaches, but I mean, the main thing was New York's New York and Washington are pretty much similar, but I mean, there's grass at Fordham and the coaches were better. So that's why I kind of chose Fordham. Yeah. Eddie's blonde. It's, it's different. different. <laughs> Eddie's, uh, I mean, like with a scooter, it's easier to get there, but the first couple walks during the orientation week were rough at like 8 a.m. after being up past my bedtime to like midnight 2 a.m. I guess way past my bedtime so those the first couple mornings were rough made me kind of hate it but now I got the scooter so it's easy up and yeah back. I gotta hop on one of those <laughs> Alrighty, so um Albie what made you decide to originally pursue playing golf at Fordham instead of basketball so the original plan was I was gonna play golf because I mean, golf gives you like this, like golf's just like a sport you work on yourself. So it gives you summers off. But I mean, I like being here, like I want to be like active. Like I'm like, if I'm living here, I might as well do something. So with golf being canceled in the fall, I was going to, I was going to get my paperwork signed for golf because like all the COVID and stuff, you have to get like all the papers signed and like just in case something happens. Just going to get the papers signed. And then I saw the basketball coach there and he was like, I still have a spot for you on the team. And I was like, oh, let me think about that. So then I decided to play then. But my original plan was I was like leaning toward golf because golf's just like, well, I made my decision like during COVID, like in April. But that was, like, when baseball was canceled because I played baseball. So that's when baseball was canceled, and I was playing a lot of golf at the time. So that made me, like, kind of, like, lean toward golf. But now, like, being here and, like, missing basketball a little bit, it was like, man, I, like, really enjoyed basketball during high school. So, like, why don't I just keep playing? Like, I have the opportunity. Why, like, take it for granted? You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So – 
No, you can go. You can go. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, how has your overall experience been with with basketball in college so far? I'm sure it's a lot different. Like, no one would tell me how different baseball is in, like, the college level. But, you know, how has it been for basketball? I mean, for the most part, it's, like, I can't compare it to anything, but – it's it was normal at the start. So going into like September, October, it was normal. Then we got to October, late October. I I remember it was Thanksgiving night or Halloween night. My bad. Uh, Thanksgiving night will be brought up shortly. So Halloween night, I got I was sitting in my room. I was getting ready to. I had a hot dog hat. Getting ready to go. Uh, go buy some hot dogs, I guess, with my hot dog hat on. The glizzy hat. Yeah. (laughs) I was going, getting ready to go buy some hot dogs or something, whatever. And my coach texted, like, our group chat and was like, we had, like, a positive test or something. So then we had to get on a Zoom call, and then everyone had to be quarantined for, like, 14 days. So I went home. So then that, like, stopped till November 13th. Then on the 14th, we were back getting ready because I guess we had – 10 days to prepare for Iona, which was going to be our first game, but then they had positive tests. So then that got canceled. And then on Thanksgiving, I went home for Thanksgiving to be with my family, knowing that they already had COVID. So I wasn't going to like be like, I wasn't going to be like, get it from them. I didn't have to worry about anything. And then I got the call on Thanksgiving morning that I had COVID. So it was like wacky. So then we stopped there. So, I mean, it's been like different, And the whole thing about wearing a mask, like, on campus kind of sucked, like, walking everywhere. But the only good thing about, like, no one not being here and, like, all the kids not being here is I don't have to wear my mask walking because I see, like, the same people I see every day without a mask. So, I mean, it's been, like, it's been different having not, not a lot, not, like, everything open, the whole mask thing, like, different hours. I mean, it's been different not being able to, like, go into other people's buildings and stuff. But I mean, I overall like I'm enjoying it. College is college. Change it up. Yeah. So how has your team like adapted to these like new rules and regulations regarding COVID? Like other than like the mask wearing, like what what else like do you guys have to like follow like at games, practices and stuff like that? So during practice, we normally warm up. So we'll like just warm up, which is like you'll just shoot like 10 footers, 15 footers. Then we'll go in the film room. But we all, have to, we all wear a mask in there. I mean, we all, like, see each other without masks on for, what is it, whatever, two hours, three hours, like, in, within, like, the next. But, I mean, we're on a court, and, like, the gym's big. So, I mean, you're spread out for the most part. I mean, you're touching each other when you're playing and, like, touching the same ball. But, I mean, you're spread out for the most part. So, in the film room, we try to wear a mask. Like, everyone has it on. Like, I guess you're supposed to wear it. But, I mean, it's there. But – you wear it when you're like warming up and stretching. When you're stretching, you wear a mask. Cause I don't know. You're we're six feet apart, six feet apart, but you still wear the mask. And then when you start practice, you can take it off for good. So then like it's done. So then you take it off, and then you're good for whatever three hours, how long practices. And then then you're good for there. But then you put it on when you're leaving and stuff. But for the most part, like everything's back to normal now, but before our first game and after Thanksgiving, but when we were back, the all the non-COVID people were in one locker room and all the COVID people were in another locker room. 
So like that's how they changed it up. So like the, they they used the men's soccer locker room to hold all the people with without COVID in there. So I didn't get to experience that because I already I was like one of the first people on the team to get it. So I was in the normal locker room for the whole time. But that was like the only like weird thing that they had with the mask rules was like they put two locker rooms for a little bit. But now everyone's back together. So that's good to hear. Wait, you guys got uh, some games canceled, right? Are you guys gonna make those up? No. I think You're not making those up. Well, I mean, they're all non-conference games, so in the long run, they don't really matter. And like, they kind of have us playing. Like, they have like a certain schedule. So you normally play Wednesday, Saturday, but our schedule this week was Wednesday, Sunday. So it was mm-hmm. nice because we got back from Pittsburgh on Sunday, and then we had Sunday off. But I mean, it was a travel day, so it, I really don't consider it off because we had like film and stuff. So I guess it's not like an off day, but so then we practice Monday, Tuesday, game Wednesday, but then we have Thursday off this week. Yeah. So, I mean, if it would have been Saturday, we would have had Sunday off, but since we had Thursday off, it kind of was nice. But I mean, they have us playing like twice a week or sometimes only once a week. So I know we play next Wednesday and then we have like a week off till the other till the, the Wednesday after. So, I mean, that's going to be nice. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, so, uh, what's it like being a smaller sized guard at the, at the, uh, division one college basketball level? Like, how would you say, like, what are like the challenges or like, how do you use your size to your advantage? And like, how do you like get through being one of the smaller guys on the team? I mean, it's different than high school. I mean, at high school, like I was smaller, but there were other kids, my size, I mean, playing against like a practice is three of us who are about the same size. I mean, you have to just be like quicker, be quicker. And you just have to think of the ways that you can be more athletic than the other people on the court or find like advantages to yourself. So, I mean, the one way that I find like uh, you can be quicker. So quickness is like a big thing. And like another thing that you, that people don't really think about that much is I mean, some people playing at the division one level are like really talented, really athletic, but they're not the smartest basketball players in general for the most part. So sometimes you can like moving without the ball is a big thing. Like moving without the ball is another thing that really frees you up. So I would say quickness and moving without the ball are two things that I can find to my advantage being small. So yeah, this is kind of this kind of yeah, off yeah, topic to that. If the opportunity presented itself for you to kind of go back into to go back to golf, I don't know if the conflict. I don't know exactly how the like the seasons work or line up. Yeah. Would you consider like being multi-sport in college? I don't know if you could do that at that level. I'm not sure. I mean, right now I, I like am technically doing both, but I mean there was no golf this fall, so I don't know what's gonna happen with the spring because I also know that there was like a weird thing with like the title nine rule and like, they might have to cut down the team two guys. So I'm not sure if, but I mean, if I would, it would be tough to like at the beginning of the season for golf because basketball kind of overlaps the lot, the longer you play, but I think I would be able to do both. But at the time, like, I honestly don't know, but I mean, you might be able to do it. Yeah. Um, so what um, NBA player or if any, do you think you like would model your game after or you model your game after currently? I mean, I kind of like Ray Allen and Dwayne Wade are like two players that I really 
really like, I guess, admired when I was growing up. Yeah, that's pretty, that's good. I mean, so you're like a shooter? You would say you're a shooter? Yeah, I mean, growing up, like freshman year, I was like, shoot only three points, like three point shots. Then the next year, I kind of changed it to more or evolved into more of like a complete player. And then obviously, like junior year and senior year is when I like scored my majority of points and like our team got to like the peak of our of my high school career. So like that's when both myself and my teammates matured into like overall players or complete players. I actually I got one more question. So um, what is like one thing you would say like for our younger audience out there? What is one thing you'd say to like a youth basketball player who you know, is undersized, like, what would you tell them? Like, say something like motivational or something. I mean, the one thing I have a younger brother who's like also tiny, but the one thing that I always say to him is like, he needs to work harder because with COVID and everything, you just have so many other options to like play video games. Like you can play video games all day. I mean, COVID's like COVID's giving you time to work on your stuff. Like it gave you six months to work on yourself and, be a totally different guy when you when the coach sees you for the first time they gave you a perfect opportunity so like just work on yourself like so I'm sitting in my dorm room right now but I have I have a ball like I'm not just like I mean I got good at video games yeah I it helps me talk to like my friends from home like because we're all on there together I talk to my friends from home but there's times like say like just mark your calendar just be like nine o'clock I want to like do a half hour's worth of dribbling like every little thing like helps so just don't just don't like rely on like the mandatory stuff like do your own work after it's like you just got to believe in yourself yeah I like that a lot that's really you know powerful message you know I try and do the same thing and I feel like I mean you see the greatest athletes out there like Tom Brady uh, LeBron James like they're all doing that extra stuff that isn't mandatory and that's what makes them so great. So um, yeah, that's a really great message. I mean, the one thing like, even for you, like, I know you, I know you just had Tommy John and stuff, but like, like, why don't you just try to move your arm a little bit more? Like just move, like just try to move your arm a little bit more every day. Like, like if you can yeah. go like to here, try to move to here. Like, like that, like makes like, it, it's like, Oh yeah. Like, like say you make like 50 shots in a day and the next day you make 52. Like you don't like it sounds like a little thing, but like it in the in the long run, like that's you do that every day, like 52, 54, like the shots just keep adding up. Mm-hmm. So but like kids don't take that into like consideration anymore. It's like, oh, I can just stay on my video game all night. If you just get off for 10 minutes one day and work on your dribbling or do the next day, do 12 minutes. Like It's all going to add up in the long run. Yeah. And that can like that's a basketball example. That could uh, that could apply to any sport like yeah. soccer. Like you want to yeah. get like that extra running after practice, yeah. or like for baseball, say you want to do extra arm care after practice, yeah. or anything like that. So that can like, apply to yeah. anything, or even schoolwork. Like if you want to stu- like study an extra fifteen minutes, yeah. like it all like every little bit counts. So yeah, I really like that. Yeah, and um, so that just about wraps up tonight's episode. So thank you to Albie Evans for joining us uh, today on this interview. Uh, we appreciate it and. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Good seeing you, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks to you.